0: You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio, a 104.5 KCZWLB Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe, and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com.
1: Yes, I forced Dick to play the Miko disco version of Star Wars for our bumper music and he can't believe he's actually playing it. That's right. morning was Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. I'm Skippy. I'm Dick. One of the last bah. remaining Miko fans in the universe. But he's he rocks. He this, you gotta listen to this whole album. It's
0: great. You, you know how I know we're under the Star Wars Brigade? How? Oh. Our fanatics is they're reporting a death of a person who was in Star Wars. And I was like, oh man, someone else died? That's crazy. It was the man whose arm got torn off in the first one, The New Hope. With the snot, like this, like, kind of the bat nose.
1: Oh, oh, uh, I'm wanted on 12 systems. Yeah. That guy in Yeah. Uh, and I was like, is there, are, are they really
0: reporting that this guy died? Like, it was. Hey, kind of, that's kind of strange, do you agree?
1: You, have you ever been to, like, a Star Trek convention?
0: No, I really want to go with
1: that. Uh, okay, did you see Galaxy Quest, where Sam Rock? Yeah, that's R2 in the background. Yeah,
0: it's a little weird <laughs> song. A little uh,
1: weird. So, the, the whole Sam Rockwell character, being, being the red shirt, who's like a guest star in one episode that dies three minutes in, They he actually, in Star Trek conventions, they get full... You know, if you were in an episode, you could be, you know... Ali- or, or red shirt number 42 you you still get to sell your photos and stuff. So yeah th- so he had a fan base whoever got his uh the guy that got his arm cut off in a new hope believe me he he, he has his fan
0: base. <laughs> that's so bizarre. yeah like, I mean is that not bizarre, John? Yeah I mean
2: you wonder if does he still have the arm?
1: Probably mounted over his mantle. well, he doesn't anymore obviously but maybe up until the point he died maybe he stole the prosthetic arm and has it over his mantle.
0: What did you do in your life? I challenged a Jedi and survived to talk about it. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. I only lost an arm. He, yeah, did he survive? Does yeah, yeah, yeah he just now? lost his arm. That's it.
2: Yeah, and he's, he's like. And uh, it
1: cauterized it immediately because it's a laser.
2: Because it's a laser story. Yeah. yeah. He said, My friend doesn't like you. And I don't like you either. <laughs> I don't like you either.
0: <laughs> See, <laughs> now now, now, I understand why they wrote it in the news. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're nerd. because like everybody knows nerds his lost. Like
1: Skippy and. Job Doblonsky! John, how are you, man? (laughs) Good Good to have you back. If you remember, John is with Centurion Wealth Advisors. He was with us the other day uh, schooling Skippy on all things, you know, basically how I can possibly avoid not having to work at Walmart till the day I die as my retirement plan. And he came back, and not only does he want to talk about uh, the tax bill that just got uh, passed, uh, we we want to hit him up about bitcoins. Uh, Dick, I think you have some... Some finances you want to hide from Holly, and he's going to teach you some great tax Bitcoin's a
0: good way to do that. Well, yeah.
1: it, it was one day, but didn't you, like, lose 30% of that well, this value? price is it,
2: it, it so volatile, it's unbelievable. And well, now, now there's competitors coming out, too. Well, so.
0: yeah, we're also talking about a thing that's not— was nothing 10 years ago, less than 10 years ago. Yeah. So if it drops 30%, it's actually doing pretty good in my mind.
1: You got a point. But if, if, say, you had Apple stock and it dropped 30%, that would hurt.
2: But I think, uh, like, even as— Two Weeks ago it was 17,000 of Bitcoin, and I haven't checked it in the last couple of days. Let's check it now. Let's check it. What's I know it's down to around 13, is it
1: maybe. On, so, is this viewed as I mean, is this on like it the, is the now as 14?
0: 14. 14
1: is this on the international exchange, or is this the, like publicly traded? Is it on now? I think well, not, they're not,
2: they, they can't be publicly traded because right. it's, it's a digital currency, but there are actually now ETFs or exchange traded funds that are you know, basically either invested in, you know, Bitcoin mining operations or Bitcoins themselves. Wow. It's, it, I, 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 you know, there's a really good documentary on Netflix about Bitcoin. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but, yeah. but it kind of tracks it like, you know, how it started and, and why it became so popular. I mean, you, you do understand the, the guy who invented Bitcoin, they still don't know who it is.
1: I think it was the same guy. That, uh, I think it's invented, a conspiracy. Uh,
2: no, it's it's uh, supposedly one guy, uh, Nakatoshi. I think his name is, but that's like a code name. And there's four or five guys in the world that they think, oh, this guy might be Nakatoshi or this guy, but they still don't, you know. Well, the thing I always know, I
0: always wonder about it because it doesn't make any sense to me. the The way Bitcoin, I understand why Bitcoin was invented. I understand why people would want to use it because of just the advantages over regular. Like, there's no exchange current, like. Well, that, that's anything. not the
2: reason. That's not the. I mean, but so it's it, also. It, it started out as um, basically an illegal currency they, it, 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 in the Silk Road. You know, the the dark web where you could buy weapons and cocaine and you know whatever.
0: Wait, um, you could buy weapons and cocaine on we, the dark okay,
2: web. Yeah. How, how do you get to the dark web? Is it like Are an you extra W. A, a Silk I don't think right. well, the w- Silk w- Road does. doesn't exist anymore. It got raided and and like the and, actual and,
0: physical Silk Road. No,
2: not not the Silk Road back in the. Fourteen hundreds or whatever, but the, the Silk Road website
0: where this is ten years ago. Where oh, okay. So I know you're talking. I know. I know that. I, yeah. I just didn't know it was actually. A fi- is it a physical place too? You think no, it was? No, no, no. no was it, just- But
2: but the operations got raided and and it's got shut down. Um, or so we know. Or so we think. Okay.
1: Um, See, yesterday, Dick learned about the chicken ranch and how Marvin Zindler showed it I already it knew so, about the
0: chicken ranch. I just did know it was in LaGrange. Yeah.
1: And Marvin Zindler
0: was the one that did it. I knew <laughs> that. You knew that? Yeah. Okay. But ultimately,
2: so digi- the, uh, digit currencies like Bitcoin got started because it was faceless, right? So you mm-hmm. could process transactions person to person, not go through a financial institution. It's, thus, you could, you, you could buy whatever you want and never be tracked, right? So that's how the initial you know, you know, huge popularity got started. But then recently, this recent surge is because um, three big reasons. One is um, you can't track it. Two is it cannot be frozen or shut down and it cannot be and it's not taxed. Um, so the, the the big money in you know or, or it's speculated the big money in uh, these digital currencies is, is a lot of despots and and um, leaders around the world that are hiding massive amounts of, you know, siphoned off money. So um, like North Korea. Or, or Putin, right? Yeah. The estimated Putin's fortune is, is probably in, in things like Bitcoin because it's not tracked, it's not taxed, can't be frozen, which is a big one for people like that, yeah. right? If you um, get caught,
0: you can still do stuff. Right. And you
2: can access it anywhere in the world.
0: Wow. Now, can you explain to me mining for Bitcoin?
2: <laughs> so mining for Bitcoin is not physically mining. I know Dick. Or he thinks that it is, but well, um, I know, I'm, I know what sure it you, is. Did I know you, what it is, but you, I,
0: I'm trying to understand. You went to Lowe's and got a
2: shovel and started digging your backyard. Well, no, no, it's uh,
0: the only reason I know is because I couldn't buy a graphics processor one time because a dude right in front of me at, at a micro center bought like seven of them. Yeah, and so, they so only get like a shipment of seven. Like basically, what ones. mining
2: is is when. So if say you Dick, are yeah. are going to send Skippy one Bitcoin right, which today is 14 grand. Um, So what happens is it goes, it becomes part of what's called a, um, the chain, which has to be verified. And the act of verifying that transaction, that person gets to charge a microscopic fee for verifying the transaction and processing it. Um, and that collecting that fee is the mining. So the mining is the processing. So, when so, there is a fee still. So it's not. A it's drawer. very it's small, it's um, but, but it's still a
0: fee. It's yeah, but it's not.
2: But it's not taxed, and it's not. in you, no one can tell it was you giving money to him, um, and you know. And if you were ever in trouble, the government could never freeze your assets.
0: Because I feel like I can't believe that because it's on a computer, everything can be tracked.
2: So the reason why all these people are doing these these processing cards is you can actually build mining computers now. Yeah. Where and it takes a massive amount of processing power, um, and energy. So you're you know to to make it economical, um, for your, for your electrical bill, um, you have to have enough processing power and enough computers going to make this worthwhile, right? Yeah. Um, if you set up one computer with nine processors, um, and after you, you took out the, the energy bill and everything else, you're probably making 50 bucks a month, right? But if you put up, you know, a hundred of those computers, right now you're making real money.
1: And is the Bitcoin is 18 how can or 14,000. is how can that not like be the tracked? Low?
2: Because it's a it's computer. Person, because it's person to person, and that, and the code, the idea your ID code gets changed every time you make a transaction. So, they literally I mean, there's a paper trail still. Nope, there's no paper, and there's no elect, and the electronic trail is encrypted and changed constantly. And it's not being, it's not held in one place. It's held in literally thousands upon thousands of computers as pieces of the the, the chain. I feel like this is all made up. It's, I think this it's said- block- When you watch when you watch the documentaries, it does sound made up. It does. There, I'm not lying about
0: that, but. It it is, and I and I, and I and understand a very surface you know view of it. But so on on the legal standpoint, I'm really glad you're here answering these questions because I understood very little because I've known about Bitcoin for about 15 years. My brother mm. had some, and this is way back way, and he that's just him doing doing like chatting online and stuff. Yeah. But the thing I never really understood is like – like it's not like. Your bank of America ID on a bank com. like it's not bitcoin.com. Let me log in and get my Bitcoin nope. and it's literally go through a marketplace. Yeah, it's literally like a file, mm-hmm. right, and then it has to be verified, like you said yeah and then you, and you have like a, a, a
2: digital wallet that keeps your bitcoins. Yeah. so
0: where like where is this digital wallet on the computer or on, on the web? Yes both. yes so but you get to be verified every time you want to make a transaction Yes. Because you can't just sit here and make up Bitcoin and say, yeah. hey, let me try buy this box of candy online with Bitcoin. And they'll be like, nope, sorry, you got denied. And, and you're right. It does sound fake, but clearly. Well, that's clearly what I'm saying. Because there's I, billions I and billions of dollars. I mean, I just the thing I don't get is the infrastructure that it takes to complete a transaction. Because, like, I was reading this article about a guy who threw away his computers and apparently had, you know, 400 Bitcoin on it. <laughs> And that's a lot of money today. And he yeah. was trying to track down the trash uh, dump saying, hey, where did you dump my trash? Because they kind of have little records on like where they dumped I, that stuff. I am like I don't understand how, how but, that works. But, you see what but, I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, if I find my computer with my hard drive, I have my Bitcoin on it. So it's, phys- it's a physical. It's on a physical drive. Yeah, I, I
2: don't understand it in that way because I, I thought you held it at a digital wallet where you could access it from anywhere. Like
1: some kind it. of cloud See, thing I don't because think so, I would though. not trust my hard drive to hold anything. Well, that's what more.
0: I mean. I, that's why I mm-hmm. kind of laughed because I know the old way, that's how it had to have been done because, you know, uh, having upload a cloud didn't I, I, exist. I think,
2: I think it's different now, um, but I, I'm speaking purely from. Surface view.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, I would think so too. Now, as a Bitcoin, this fourteen thousand dollars. So, any transaction I do with a Bitcoin has to be at least fourteen thousand dollars.
2: No, it's you can just fractions of Bitcoins. You, you could, can yeah. fraction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, just you know, you can't buy anything less than fourteen grand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the penny of that currency. Yeah, right. Hey, <laughs> penny. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I I get questions all the time. People are, oh, I want to invest in Bitcoin. Very,
0: very speculative, very, very volatile. Oh, is if it, I had it?
1: one Bitcoin, I would have sold when it hit seventeen. I would have sold it, and that would have been it. Right yeah, there. I mean,
0: it's. You well, know. I mean, it started jumping in two thousand seventeen. Like ever since then, before it was nothing. Like it, w- there was well, not. And, and now, like you you've
2: got, you know, real competitors out there now. You've got Litecoin, you've got Ethereum, you've got, I think, a couple others. I can't remember the names of, right? That that purportedly have better infrastructure and are more secure even than Bitcoin. So. You know, is is Bitcoin? You know, just the first one, and there's the new Betamax. Well, yeah, well, then there's many, many technologies we've seen where like it's what the I, fast follower always, that actually makes out. Right?
0: You, you just you just never mess with illegal people because they'll get mad that you're using their stuff, <laughs> and then they'll do something to sabotage it because everyone else is using it. They don't want they don't want people in their world. And that's what it is.
2: Yeah. You're afraid Putin's going to come knocking on your door. Or it-
0: he just oh, he just goes, hey, this is my this is the way I'm doing my stuff. Not you. Find okay.
2: your own coin.
0: Find your own coin. That's going to be the theme of it. Bitcoin. Find your own. Find your own. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> We're hanging out here on Mornings with Lone Star. IRLoneStar.com. And of course, uh, Conrad's FM 104.5, 106.1. We'll be right back for a short commercial break.
3: Conroe C-0936-266-7632.
0: We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com.
4: Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
0: Now, Sean, I got to ask you a question. Go for it. When you bought this album. In 1978, yes. Did, it, was this just a disco fad or was this a Star Wars fad? Yes. Both. it was the perfect melding because that's what i was trying in to figure 1978, out the two biggest the, the, things were disco and star wars the best of both worlds yeah and i know. could totally see like man check out this this new lp i got
1: oh this was number one this is like uh uh for 1978 uh it was like the number three song of the whole year and he did the, the cantina band a single of it did he get licensed yeah. Oh, yeah. He's done um, the Superman. He did a disco version of the Superman, which is great. Twenty minutes.
2: So wait, I got to ask. So when you uh, went to the right. disco and the song came on, were there's a special set of disco Star Wars moves that went along with this? that's
0: what I'm imagining him like.
2: Ugh. Yeah, Ugh. but but not just the regular Ugh. disco moves. It's got to be like a some sort of like lightsaber yes,
0: disco move. there oh, were oh, lightsaber
1: man. related disco moves.
0: That's where they should have done that. <laughs> Don't they, judge me. They, you they, weren't there. That's where they should have done the Star Wars kid music too.
1: The Star Wars what music?
0: The kid, the Star Wars kid. You ever seen that viral video from 10 years ago? Oh, oh the, yes. the,
2: the, the kid with the lightsaber? With, the like, the broomstick. Yeah. 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 I, I
1: that. that was him. Yeah, no, uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, Miko lives in Florida and, and narrowly survived the uh, storms there. I keep up with him because he rocks. Because he's disco and he's not ashamed of it. Disco's dead, but I'm still dying, my friends. And just, just hold on. Nah, it, it still hangs on. there. Just like
0: me. the people who think Star Wars is cool. Star Wars just, just is keep cool. Keep hanging on.
1: You know how cool it was. Okay, so uh, today we are going to be talking about Star Wars. We got John DeBlonsky in the studio with us, with Centurion Wealth Advisors. Yes. Not only is he going talk- to be talking about Morning's Lone
0: Star, Wealth Advisor, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, uh, sponsored by <laughs> Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office. <laughs> there <thing>. we go. <laughs> we, j- I just today's going to be a fun day because I Bitcoin. Like I said, Bitcoin was a cool thing that I didn't really grasp because mm-hmm. in my mind, it's still it makes sense in a sense of like me to you, but like me buying Kroger groceries or whatever, that doesn't make sense. But going between you and me, I get it because it's like, hey, we're bartering. We we both accept the value of the Bitcoin here, and mm-hmm. it's a fair trade. But when you go to Kroger, they don't care. They're like, just give me. But it's gaining legitimacy. That's the that's the now is that but, yeah. as a wealth advisor, is that scary for the overall markets, or is N- that
2: no? I, you know, I mean, it, yes, there's billions of dollars now in Bitcoin, but it, it's a, a fraction of what's you know really available. The yeah, in okay. GDP, and you know, but. Um, it, it, it's you know most advisors I talk to would consider it a, like just
0: a passing fad, right um, was there anything else like this before?
2: Well, no, not in terms of a currency, yeah that's what I right because currencies are issued by governments you know this is this one's not um it's the world's currency
1: <laughs> it's not people's currency which
2: is was which, which ultimately kind of the point of it. it was a lot of libertarian type you know leanings, like you know the idea of, yeah. of you know total freedom um there there's you know, definitely some interesting parts about it, but from purely from an investment standpoint, the, you know, any any investment that has the swings that this has, it was you was touch. Well, you know, if you if you have you know a large account and you want to take you know a couple thousand bucks and buy some Bitcoin, knock yourself out, right? That you know, well, I feel
0: um, like it'd be one of those things that before you do it, a warning would pop up and be like, warning, just to let you know, this is a volatile. Well, that's yeah, where you is, get. It is a very, you your, your, your it's a very, very guy. speculative
2: and very, very risky. So you right.
1: get your uh, your agent, your uh, oh, I lost the word, the guy that calls you, sell, Now you know, uh, a <laughs> broker. Broker, thank yeah, you, man. Yeah. I've lost, lost the word. That's he's calling you. Bitcoin's
0: dropping like a paralyzed falcon. But that, sell, that, that sell. happens every
2: five minutes, though, with Bitcoin. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Wait, it's going back up. Buy, buy. Yeah. So I, I mean, that really is. I can't imagine. I. It's kind of strange to me that all of a sudden it started getting all this talk. Out of the
1: blue, it's. Uh, yeah. I viewed Bitcoin as like you're, I'm playing Legend of Zelda and I go into the tavern and I need a new chain armor and you give them Bitcoin. That's really how I thought it was. Because, you know, some of these get games, you have in-app purchases. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So I just thought, okay, you know, you you pay five bucks.
2: It was the the World of Warcraft currency? Yeah, something
1: <laughs> like that. And then I'm hearing $18,000 and I realize this is legit. And once again, I, I missed an opportunity to spend five cents on a token and walk out with 18 grand.
0: I could totally see some person out there who is an extreme nerd. knowing And he is like, he just started doing Bitcoin, you know, 20 years ago. It came out 18 years ago, 15 years ago. Yeah. Something like like that. It wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. It was 2008. I think it was
2: Yeah. But, But, you know, for every, you know, you know, race to riches story, right? There's guys that, you know, the guy that painted the mural in the original Facebook building, Took Facebook stock instead of getting paid twenty thousand dollars is now a you know hundred million exactly you know like I mean yeah, do, do, are those do those does that happen yes of course it does but for every one of those there's you know ten people that you know well it's funny invested in some ridiculous thing and
0: lost all their money right well it's well, it's funny because of the way <laughs> the, the way we were talking about how you keep it and then you have a story like that guy trying to go to the landfill. Because that's how they kept. How he kept it was on a hard drive. It's like kind of like leaving your wallet around, and there's like a valuable piece of a dollar in there, and it's like, oh, where my wallet go? I left it at Denny's, and right. then you can't find it now. And a lot Dude, of it. What, I,
2: go ahead.
1: I was gonna say a lot of it. I would presume is like you know, like Kenny Rogers said, "No one to hold him, one to fold him," because you got like these people who uh, invested in Beanie Babies in the 80s. That right. was yeah. You pay a fortune for them now. You can't you can't give them away. So the people that held onto them, oh, it's going to go even yeah, higher. Yeah, they're doing like
2: Beanie Baby arbitrage, right? Like where they're they're trying to buy you know buy it at a garage sale and they're trying to sell them for hundred dollars a piece or you know. Uh
1: uh-huh. And it's just not worth, You know, they're, they're they're worthless now. We had the Cabbage Pail Kid cards that were fortune. I think baseball cards probably have more longevity, especially if the old. Well, now mm-hmm. they
0: moved into the historical aspect. Right. So that's that's where their value is. It's not in the trading value. So I learned that one because I would try to trade my baseball cards for cash. And he's like, no, there's more value in trading than, than cash, unless you have, like, the Baby Ruth thing, if that makes sense.
1: The Baby Ruth?
0: Or the Babe Ruth, yeah, sorry. Okay. Baby, <laughs> yeah, the candy bar.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the candy bar version of the cards.
0: It's chocolate
1: all over this mm-hmm. baseball card. So,
0: what what, did, do, you, do you think they use Bitcoin in Star Wars? What, what was the currency of Star Wars?
1: Well, in the comic book... Uh, no, let's just Han, stick with movies.
0: Just stick with movies. No,
1: because the, the, the comic book was based on the shooting script, which is why it had the extra scenes that they shopped didn't end up in the final cut. Uh, Han, when he after he cuts off the guy's arm, talk about segwaying back around. As he leaves, he tosses coins to the bartender.
0: Well, no, in Star Wars Episode One, there was a value, there was a currency. Because was, they, I think it
2: was just credits,
0: right? Yeah, Republic. There's Republic credits. Imperial credits. Imperial, no, it's Republic. I thought no, Han.
1: Okay. Well, uh, in looking. A New Hope, there's something about Imperial Credits. I do remember that. Because
2: Han owes money, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Right. $50,000, and uh, Dick's looking it up. Because we are going to be getting the yeah, Star the Wars today.
0: Imperial was the main currency used in the galaxy since the time of the Galactic Republic.
1: So Dick, John, and I did talk about, you know, the protocols of spoilers. We figured enough time has passed that we're going to talk openly. However, since we're not unsympathetic to those who may not have seen it yet,
0: Dick... Uh, I don't we're care. gonna
1: use code, so instead of no, saying you
0: can you can say whatever. Well, you no, want.
1: no, no. We're we're just it's gonna be an easy to crack code if you really want to. So instead of saying Kylo Ren kills Luke Skywalker, we're gonna say uh, the eagle poops on the.
0: No, you can you don't mushroom. have to use crib. You can talk about it. You can talk about. Yeah, it. Yeah, I already
1: whatever. know everything. Okay, you know everything. Do you? I think I do. Okay,
2: without seeing
0: it, as much as challenging, accepted, John. <laughs> John. <laughs> All right. The doors open. Uh, Yeah, there we go.
1: So there, there will be spoilers in today's episode. If you haven't seen uh, Star Wars: uh, Last Jedi yet, uh, hey, you can turn us off live and podcast us after you watch it, and you catch up with us. We will be podcasting and YouTubing this show. We'll also be talking wealth advisory type stuff with John. I mean, maybe that's the the primary reason. Not Star Star Wars content.
0: I was was thinking about this morning, John, and I was thinking about uh, George Lucas. And his, I think it was like, what did he sell Star Wars and all? Like, what did he sell, Lucasfilm franchise for like $4 billion?
2: 3 or $4 billion, I remember. Something yeah. like that.
0: And I was thinking to myself, okay, Star Wars Force Awakens made a billion. But that doesn't mean it actually made, like, I don't know if that includes like the cost of making it. And then, no, it's know, not net. a billion profit. Yeah, so yeah. I, how long do you, do you see it taking Disney to make the, that money back?
2: I wouldn't be surprised if they've come pretty close to making yeah. it. Between the merchand- well, between the merchandising and the movie, it, you know, it's, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, because they, they didn't just spend $4 billion, They spent $4 billion and then they probably spent more money building the theme parks, you know. But, they,
2: but you have to understand that, um, and actually, side note, I used to work for Disney, so um, the theme parks make incredible amounts of money. Okay. Absolutely, and they, the theme parks are cash machines.
0: I believe it. And then, like, $200 to go to the theme park. And that's without doing. That's without doing anything. Yeah, just getting through the front gate, right? How much is it good? I've been. I think I've been. Not everybody
2: pays full price, especially locals. But um, but where they make tons is just inside the park. Like the the estimates that they use on you know pro rata person you know spending in the park would blow your mind. So like, is,
0: it, is it like the movie industry? Like if you go to the movie theater, you're spending, you know, the $4 dollars you spend on candy, really it costs them 40 cents or 60 cents kind of thing?
2: Yeah. And, you know, and, and the, the and, and history has shown that to be true is their estimates on what you spend at Disneyland or Disney World or wherever um, far exceed what you pay for the ticket. Because there's people all over the world that come to Disney World. That's true. As their sort of they're big vacation. They're constantly busy. And they're spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars per person on sweatshirts and t-shirts and sodas Ooh, and yeah. you know yeah mm-hmm. and, and everything. And you no know.
0: booze though. They haven't touched the booze. That's why there's part. only one
2: place in Disneyland that serves booze.
0: Yeah. So that to me. Uh, Club,
2: was it thirty two? Club thirty two?
1: At Disney World, there they had uh, the evening time after the whole parade. There's something called Magic Island, Treasure Island. Oh yeah, something island. But
2: the the, the original Disneyland in in uh, Anaheim, mm-hmm. there's only one place that serves alcohol, and it's you have to look it up. It's like Club 24, or Club 32, but it's in
0: the. Um, is it themed or is it just
2: a restaurant? No, it's it's in, you only. In the, it's called Club 32 because only 32 people have a, a pass um and and it's very and and, and it's in the new orleans section of disneyland and it's a door that is completely unmarked and you go up and you press the special button and then you and it's a little private dining room above uh the bayou there um i've been there once and and they do serve alcohol but it's the only place in the entire disneyland theme park that they serve alcohol
1: dude i gotta look i I need that i need to grab a bitcoin and buy a buy a spot there
0: well I mean, like I said, with the Star Wars franchise, and especially with what they made with The Force Awakens, which they made, I mean, they, they, that single movie made over a billion dollars, which is a huge, only like eight movies have done that, I think, or something like that. Uh, not franchise, but, talking but like you, one so, movie. So you had that movie, you had Rogue One. And Rogue, Rogue One, I think, overall made a billion, like at the end and of this run. And then the merchandising. Yeah. Because the merchandising, hell, I, I got and my... licensing.
1: My daughter-in-law got her a Death Star kitchen timer. I, well, no, everything,
0: mm-hmm. I, I, have every a, I have a Death Star ball opener behind me. There you go. So, See, you're I mean, you're adding every, to It's Disney. everywhere. And,
2: and every time you hear the, you know, the what is, who makes the droid phone?
0: Uh, Android phone?
2: No, the droid, droid phone. Yeah, Android. Wait, who, who makes that? Oh, Motorola, I think. Motor, so Motorola actually, because George Lucas originally actually copyrighted the term droid. Droid. That's um, right. and I remember so, that. so they actually, every time they have that commercial, they have to pay Was Disney. that
0: included in the sale?
2: Yes. All the, all all the assets
0: yeah. went from Lucas to Disney. So, so you're telling so the, me— So the word droid is actually a Star Wars licensed term. So you're telling me George Lucas sold everything he've ever, he's ever had that had anything to do with—, with so Star yeah. Wars. why do they open the credits with Lucasfilm then? Because does Disney pay Lucasfilm to make it?
2: Hey, well, Disney owns Lucasfilm, and Lucasfilm made it. Okay.
0: So you don't the think— Lucasfilm th- still exists. It's just you, Disney he, owns he, it. He, You don't think he gets any residuals at all? I don't know. Well, the, he, terms may of the a, yeah, he may have yeah.
1: done a backdoor deal on it, where you know. But hell, even if he said, "Okay, one Or or, me, or maybe cents.
2: he's like, "You he got an EP credit or something," or you know, that kind of thing.
0: Man, Do you, I mean, I don't think it was a bad deal on his part because he got cash. Well, now, now, now
2: they're all wondering: is you know, when does Disney start like having the the Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars crossover? You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, I was Wally meets R two, and and they just bought. Or buying
0: um, Fox. Fox, right? huh? Yeah. yeah. So, so they, that and that that's they own something like I was telling Sean the other day. It was something they owned something like forty percent of all uh, top twenty-five films ever made or franchises ever made. And then, uh, but I mean, re- realistically, if you looked at George Lucas and the deal he made with Disney, in my mind, in the creator standpoint, Disney was the only real company that could have taken it to the next step. The next I think level. that's probably right, yeah. and that's why I mean that's why I saw it being a good business deal because George Lucas he tried with the three movies, and it, I think he kind of I can t- understand him saying you know maybe maybe I'm not the one to spearhead this. <laughs> well, he this. got put through the ringer after the so, second three,
2: right? Yeah.
0: And uh, and then what's funny is now it's happening now. You never screw with nerd stuff, and nerds. I've yeah. re- from what I've read, is the new movie is not very good. See,
2: well, it's Fr- interesting because I don't know if I've ever seen a movie that is so opposed in views.
1: Yeah, it's it's very polarizing. Um, It's a movie—I think it's the first Star Wars movie that when you try to recount it, if if you're talking to a friend and say, okay, well, it starts off with this, and then by the time you get to the end, you're hard-pressed to remember the sequence of events or why something happens or how this scene is set up. And in all the other Star Wars movies, you go Luke meets R2, Mohan Brew killed meets Ben— Meets Han Solo. Guy gets You know, you can work your way through it. Even Rogue One had a very straightforward plot. This one kind of bounces back and forth. And so there seemed, hard.
2: you know, and in retrospect, some kind of pointless side stories.
1: There were a couple, yeah, some side stories or some some setups in the previous movie that you're waiting for the payoff well, here.
0: I think to sum up what I've read, uh, the com- biggest complaint was the continuity between the Force Awakens buildup. And I'm saying like the things they asked or the things yeah. they wanted to get the exactly. audience excited you had build about, up and yeah. then and then like literally none of it. Yes and no. I mean, so let's be clear. I liked it.
2: I I, oh, I, I did enjoyed too. it. Both of my kids loved it. It's got a 93 percent on Rotten I Tomatoes. I mean, I,
0: I like the first three. So oh yeah, of course. He, yeah. And, you know, I mean, you
1: know, he, he likes the prequels. When he says the first three,
2: he
0: means oh, the, the, I like the prequels. One, two, so. and three. Okay. Can yeah. you turn off your mic? Yeah. <laughs> Time for the big boys to talk Star Wars. You don't like hey, the you don't like the yippee, you don't like that song? Jar Jar banks No, it's the little kid, little Anakin yippee. <laughs> <laughs> um, but,
2: but, there, but, it, but Darth Vader does not say. In this yippee. new one, there 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 does seem to be like two or three things that are are universally like uh, picked out by the the detractors as like why they don't like it. It's
1: my my biggest agreement is I. C- Absolutely 100% agree with Mark Hamill, with what he's been saying, where he said. Oh, he's recanted that now.
0: Well, what he did, what he said was. He's not going to get paid for the next one. Right. <laughs> well, he's dead. Well, he's, well oh, like, he, really? Well, yeah, Really? Yeah, he's, he's really dead? dead? Well, he, I mean, he's, he's going to be a blue I mean, yeah. they literally brought back Yoda. He's, he's, so, he's going to be part of the And blue they brought man back
1: dreams. the puppet, too. That was even better. It wasn't CGI. It was puppet Yoda. Well,
0: no, see, <laughs> and that's when I, like I said, I, like, you know, I haven't Spoilers seen the movie. Spoilers, people. I haven't seen the movie, but when I read that, I was like, wait, is he in the ghost form? Because remember, at the end of episode, Return of the Jedi, it's all three of them uh-huh. in ghost form, or in the, you know... The what do you call it? The,
1: the force ghost, the force form. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And then when they said no, he wasn't. I was like, wait a second. He's walking around, not in glowing. Yeah. Like, does that even? Well, it's imp- daylight. What does that so even maybe. Yeah.
2: And, and there, well, that's this, this is a good point of talking about the glowing Yoda because there, there's like I said, the two or three things that the detractors typically pick out. I love it, but there were some things I didn't like, and one of the things I didn't like was, you know, if if blue Yoda or ghost Yoda. Can Call down lightning if, if the ghost Jedi can actually use their force powers and, and affect the real world why why is this, why has this not been going on you know for years
0: right mm-hmm.
2: why hasn't obi wan been you know just popping in as a ghost and making things happen well
0: I think, and I, I think that's what <laughs> I was saying about the continuity of the Force Awakens in this one is somebody, and this is what happens with sci-fi a lot when you have new writers or new concepts. It's like, well, I really want to do this. I really have this concept. How can I make it work? And then there's not there's not someone to check it. Like, does that really work with the other stuff we've already established? Kind of like the Metachlorians and stuff like that. Yeah. Where it's just like a curveball. You're like, wait a second, it's what? It's kind of shoehorned into the movie. Yeah, moon and, and it's and, like, yeah. well, I know we're trying to make the plot work, but now you're just, you're, you're correcting a problem, or you're making a problem, not correcting one. Right.
1: And that one scene was one of the very few scenes in the history of the universe that, at the exact same time, provided a scientific basis for the Messiah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, uh, uh, trying to use science to say this guy's an immaculate conception, that just blew me away. Like, that, that's messed up. Yeah. I mean,
0: it,
2: it, it failed. Then, the whole, the whole Metachlorian concept has kind of gotten thrown away. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, see, at least with that concept, it could have proven that why, like, Ray and people who are all of a sudden—like, Luke, like, all of a sudden, they're really great Jedis. All of a sudden. I think it's because yeah. they're and left-handed. I, that would, yeah, Well, that would have explained it, though, if they did it that way, because mm. that, they're, they're naturally gifted.
2: So the Ray thing, you know, again, spoiler alert, like, the, one of the big problems people have is the idea that, you know, she's nobody. Right. Mm-hmm. I loved that writing. I thought it was great. I thought it was a great left turn. It, it you know, and, and it was a great. Well, you, you know, realize
0: that might not be true, might not be true. But it was also I mean, a great you're, you're scene and very well acted by a driver
2: the, where he's like, you're nobody, but not to me. That was really well done. How,
0: mm-hmm. how, is like, that, how do you not see that through the Darth Vader concept, like the, the, the dark side's tricking her? I don't know. I, that's I, how I saw it. I I I,
2: I I I just loved that concept. Like you're there's this buildup, but no, it's not what you think. And all the all the fanboys are going crazy, but it's actually this other you know choice. You know, e. they
0: wanted her to be Luke's daughter. Well, like I said, she it had, if,
2: not every good Jedi has to be a Skywalker. Well, uh-huh.
0: that's why people were upset about the you know the Force Awakens setting up so many things, mm-hmm. and then basically this well, one. Well, all of them Snoke. Them who's
1: Snoke really? Well, Snoke. Nobody now. Half the man well, they, he was. And they might go.
2: They might go into that story later. You know, but but yeah, that was that was definitely a big problem people had.
0: Well no, we're gonna continue talking about this because I really wanted I want to, but we gotta take a break, guys. I'm sorry, we gotta go. We gotta listen to a couple songs.
1: Just play the entire track A of this, it's fifteen minutes long and
0: there we go. No, we're not gonna do that. Okay. We'll be back with Mornings Alone Star brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Clean. Thanks for joining us this morning. We're having a great time. If you're just now joining us, we podcast and YouTube everything we do here on Morning's Alone Star. So make sure to check out our channel on YouTube. And then our podcast on iTunes and Google Play. We'll be right back after a couple songs. You're listening to M- <laughs> so Let's Start That R Two Thing is really getting to me. We'll be right back.
3: Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at two zero six North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Seven
0: We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com.
4: Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
2: You're back.
1: Mornings, Lone Star. It is 10-16 on Thursday, December 28th. Mornings with Dick and Skippy. I'm Skippy. He's Dick. And we're sponsored by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We got John Jablowski in the studio with us with Centurion Wealth Advisors. Sooner or later, we're going to start talking about wealth advising stuff. Uh, but we'll also be talking about... Uh, Uh, Spoiler-rich Star Wars Zone stuff here. So if you want to be part of that conversation or if, you know, the other stuff about wealth management and wealth advisory, give us a call, 936-647-3776. Leave a message or hit us up on MWLonestar.com. We will be podcasting and YouTubing this show. So you can, uh, if you haven't seen Star Wars yet, Last Jedi, go watch it and then turn on the podcast and
0: join in. So I have to ask you something, John. Okay. Would you work for the Hutt family?
2: Would I work for the Hutt family? Well, they're a criminal organization. Yeah, would
0: you be their wealth advisor with their money?
2: Uh, probably not. Because yeah? They, they're, you know,
0: I'd have to
2: launder it, which wouldn't be illegal. Well, but. they do <laughs> They
0: can do Bitcoin, right?
2: <laughs> they could do but You're right. There you go. Do, do imperial Bitcoin. Man, that'd be so funny.
0: Can you, well, I, I don't think
2: I have a chair in my office that fits a giant slug, but...
1: I love how they have imperial <laughs> credits and then republic credits. Can you imagine, you know, go, hey, i like a Coke, please. Uh, it's 50 imperial credits. Uh, sorry, that's republican credits. Well, I've only got republic credits.
0: Well, it. that's why they have Bitcoin.
1: But is it imperial Bitcoin or a republic Bitcoin? It's independent. Independent, it's independent. independent Bitcoin.
0: So it's not republic or. The IBC,
1: independent Bitcoin.
0: That's, how, that's how I bet you the next Star Wars is going to have Bitcoin in it.
1: Well, no, that, push. that
0: fits in the prequel commercial push
1: that fits in the prequels when the whole drama was trade embargoes.
0: Now, how do you think the Star Wars franchise is going to jump the shark?
2: Jar Jar, well, <laughs> and a, lot, a lot would argue that it did already, but yeah, really, I how? Think the, you know, the Jar Jar definitely was. Well, a, jump, no way, jumped the the Jar Jar shark was just a goofy character, and the pod racing.
1: and pod racing, the second Death Star, Jar Jar, well, no, third Death Star. Run a third one. Yeah, probably. but no, even the second one. Yeah, <laughs> just okay. Well, we no, th- one th- we hey, can blow up another. I will
0: be honest. The second one did make sense mainly because I imagine if you're a military guy and you're building a weapon to end all, you're building another one just in case. I feel like that kind of might have been on the the drawing board. Yeah, just because like, hey, it's cheaper to build two than one because. But in here's the end, thing you know what I'm talking about yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: with Rogue One. You know, you find out that because the whole gag was who's the idiot who designed the Death Star to where you can just sh- shoot a missile down a garbage yeah. disposal and it'll blow up the whole place. And then you find out in Rogue One, it's he planned that. You know, the, his little, little trap door. If the Empire didn't actually know about that, because remember, they're on the Death Star at the very last second where they're going, Grand Moff Tarkin, we've analyzed their attack and there seems to be... A... So they didn't know. They had no idea of yeah. knowing about this. So that means as they're building the second Death Star... It could have been blown up the exact same way. Well, you know, that's also one thing,
0: and I think the the original three did so well, is they didn't go into detail to leave room for error in a sense of, why do we need to know, like, that conversation ever happened? If that makes sense. So it's like, because, you know, if they build the second one and they know there's an error in it, it's just because they, they didn't have the manpower or the smarts to rebuild it in a different way. That's the way it has to be well, built. Well, they're
1: going off the original planes. Yeah. And so if they're building the second one, they have no reason to know why the first one got destroyed. It's just it got blown up somehow. And so they say, hey, we're just going to build a second Death Star, and here you have the rebels going, okay, well, here and, we go, you guys. Know, just, and
2: <laughs> forgive me, I, you know, I spent nine years in the Air Force, but you know, strategically, how many times do you have to spend trillions of whatever credits on a giant super weapon where just build a better TIE fighter? Right, if you if you spent
0: all that money on just building a better Tie Fighter, they would just yet. hyperspace into it, and like, we, yeah. we find, right? Like <laughs> hyperspace no, 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 see, into the you, dish. Like why, that,
2: why, well, think about all the movies and how many years like span that thing. The Tie Fighter hasn't changed in any way. Well, th-
0: yeah, we're no, no, so that's what I'm saying. Like, they don't. Years. That's what's beautiful about the original four is they didn't give you reason to think like, oh, they just couldn't because that wasn't the way the life was then. Like, that's how society didn't work, or that's uh-huh. how the Republic didn't work. And that's what confused me about Rogue One was why was this guy so important. Because the opening scene is them basically forcing this man to make a weapon. And I'm like, come on, there's got to be someone in the universe just as smart as this guy.
1: Are you the guy that watched Armageddon and said, wouldn't it be easier just to train astronauts how to drill than to make drillers into astronauts?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because I gotta actually agree with you on that. Well does that make sense? Like, because I, oh, I didn't really, really understand the, that. But I mean, I, and, from a best. writing
2: standpoint, you, you, it's so like he didn't have a guy, this, patent on this it. This guy something. has a creative spark that doesn't exist anywhere else. So yeah, I'm but okay I mean, that.
0: the the solution for them is to force this fa- this guy and his family to do. I mean, like I just don't believe that. I feel like there's other people that could build something evil without Cause, cause the Mike, help of this one Because Michelangelo's man. and Einstein's just are a dime a dozen. I feel like in the universe, maybe. But this is but this, remember. This, I is mean, this
1: is a long time ago.
0: That's true. In a galaxy uh, a far, time. far away.
1: Far, not just far away. Far, far away.
0: Okay. So you know. And it not wasn't in the Death Star? Was it different? The that second one. No, it wasn't a little hole. They actually flew into it because it wasn't
1: completed
2: yet.
0: So it's a little different.
1: I just would have waited for it to be completed, and then it's okay, guys. Uh, you know, let's do rock paper scissors. Who who gets to the. Uh, a little,
2: Or just have like a light speed countdown and you eject,
0: right? <laughs> <and then> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, see, so if you know the force, you can float through space. That's yeah, right. Yeah. A, yeah, with no
1: protection. I actually I actually bought that.
0: You did?
2: I was marginal. On I'm that. Mary Poppins. <laughs> it did look a little yeah, Mary Poppins. I will tell yeah. you
1: that. I wish she'd just kind of glided. She kind of
2: stiffly sort of flies, you know. Yeah.
1: If she'd been like, if, if you could see, I'm trying to figure out, some kind of shield around her, I would have. Bought it a little bit. More. I mean, I
0: laughed with that when that scene happened in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. I don't know if you ever seen that. I haven't movie. seen
1: it yet, but it's on my list.
0: So that was a pretty funny scene.
1: Do they do the same thing?
0: Well, no. It's uh, they're 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 gliding down. It's uh the I forgot the guy from the Walking Dead who's in this. He's, he's the blue guy in this Oh, uh, 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 Michael. Earl, he played Earl yeah, or Merle. Merle. But he's floating down with the main oh, character. Oh, I'm Mary Poppins. And yeah. he's like, yeah, you're like Mary Poppins. Like, who's Mary Poppins? And he's like, is, is she cool? Is she cool? He's like, yeah, she's cool. Or he's cool. He's like, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. And he's like <laughs> floating down. That was a good that It was, was a funny good. scene. Yeah, that was, was very funny.
1: I, I heard people say, saying that on Facebook. I'm Mary Poppins. I don't think they said y'all, though. I think they said something else. <laughs> but uh, yeah. uh, now I have the context for it. So let's let's take it from a long time ago and far far well, away. Thing,
0: let's do this. Okay. So you guys grew up on the original Star Wars. Yes. Yes. And I grew up on the first three. Uh-huh. I think I was twelve when uh, 1999. Yeah. It oh ex- my explains god. Explains a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I did grow up. Well, I saw the original three before I saw this one. Okay. Several times because okay. like I, my my oldest brother is 44. So he grew. He went to go see Star Wars right when it came out, and he was around my age at that time. And I do remember watching the original Star Wars and just having a lot of fun because it was just a fun movie, you know. Especially the New Hope, but that had like everything you'd ever need in a movie, in an adventure movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, you oh. had, had the Tarzan, yeah, Tarzan, yeah.
1: Uh, Beauty and the Beast, uh, yeah. well, had, uh, had all the, had all the archetypes, right? Uh, like, yeah. The dam busters, you know, yeah. the dog fights were right out of World War II. Royal Air Force dogfight
0: yeah. footage. And then the, when when episode one came out, pod racing was introduced. And I thought the pod racing scene was really cool because it was I loud. I did not. And I it was despised a little long. A it was down. a little long. And it was a little weird seeing a little kid being so good at something. It was kind of overly dramatized to me, but, yeah. Yeah. Well, when we were talking about this. Like, go, what would have fixed episode one? And the first thing we agreed on was make Anakin 14
2: you know, yeah, I recast Anakin
0: because whoever played him. Was well, bad. he was too young. Like, hey, I, like if you're gonna have him that young, you just don't show him that much. Right. You just have him kind of like the side character, and uh, like Obi Wan and uh, Anquan or Qui Gon. Qui Gon is the main characters, and then right. the, the kid's just kind of there, and that's kind of that's kind of the mystery. The, the only thing
2: that saved that movie was the Darth Maul fight at the end.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. And then what's weird to me was Padme was better in the first one than the second one.
2: Yeah. Here's, I guess, you know, I think what you didn't get that we got when we saw the originals was, and maybe it just, you know, from a standpoint of, of I'm dating myself, but um, when Star Wars came out in the 70s, not only was the story great and it was a great movie, you had never seen anything like this. This was, comp- not only was the, the, the this idea, the story great, but st- uh, sci-fi up to that point was like Flash Gordon. Was Flash Gordon st- or
1: 2001. Yeah, or where was, where it was
2: just like a parody. Like it, This was the first time that it was done very seriously as a real story, and the effects were mind-blowing at the time. That you walked out of the, the first time you saw it, you walked out,
0: and you were mind-blown.
1: Yeah, the whole may of force be with you. I mean, we literally were you, saying that to everybody.
0: Could you say the same thing happened with Avatar? No, no, no. Well, because I'm trying to understand the phenomenon. Like, think about the phenomenon of Avatar, and like, a, mm-hmm. and the world mixed with already movies that are, are just like that. And I'm like, but you've did- already seen CGI. you've Yeah, already seen- yeah. But like, yeah. how did that Two. movie make that much money? Yeah, I mean, it just like, it had a universal incredible. appeal.
2: But but like, what I'm trying to tell you is like Star Wars. That not only was the the story great, but the concept and the mechanics were all completely new and never seen right.
1: before. Right now, Star Wars is the movie that all other movies after it. Or you, you know, or compared to her, it, yeah. mm-hmm. Star Wars when it came out had no movie to be compared to. Yeah.
2: It's like in in you know, for a youngin like you, the the to see Deadpool an R rated movie actually be successful and make money, it was a thousand times bigger than that. Like sci-fi up to that point was just a,
0: a nerd parody thing to do,
1: uh, either really hokey or really. Well, bold. I mean, I
0: yeah. would even argue though that you know, Star Wars: New Hope it does stand. Uh, Still today, like it's still relevant today. Yes, yeah. as a good movie, yes. as a
1: standalone, yeah. because they had no idea it was going to be
0: and still successful. very and still very
1: watchable, right? Like,
0: all right. So here's an argument
2: in my house. So um, my kids have friends who have never seen Star Wars. Any of them? Okay. Okay. So here's this. that's how the terrorists win. You know? I know, right? Exactly. So um, I have taken upon myself to fix this. Okay. Right now, this is the argument, um, and it's and there's very polarized views on this. What order? Do you show Star Wars to a new viewer? Three,
1: four, five, one, two, three.
2: See, I said that, and then my, my kids say, one, two, three, four, five, six.
1: <clears throat> no, you know why? This is why. When we watched Empire Strikes Back, no, Luke, I'm your father, what? we were like,
2: what?
0: I, I think I would say three, four, five. Four, five, six, you mean. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, 5, four, five, six, yeah. and yeah. then you go if like if you're interested in learning more about the history of Darth Vader, you watch these. But you don't have to. Yeah, See, so to the,
2: they, my, they they're deciding you watch, and they're not even going to what, what you think. One, two, three, Rogue One,
0: four, five, six. That would be interesting to watch it that way, but it would be really confusing with a downgrade of of well, not only it'd be really effects.
1: confusing. It it would show how bad the writing was or the continuity that you have in episode you know the first trilogy lets you know darth vader is luke's father so it's established and then two movies later no luke i'm your father no we're all going well yeah because we learned about this three movies ago the the shock when that happened in the cinema there there have been very few times in movie history where the audience just just loses it completely one was that you know no Luke, i'm your father everyone's freaking out uh the end of Star Trek Four, after they save the whales and they come back, and there's the new Enterprise there waiting for them. I mean, that people were standing on their feet cheering. Every very rarely do you get that audience uh, interaction. But what's
2: interesting about when you talk about Empire Strikes Back is, the, I mean, similar to this latest movie, Empire Strikes Back was widely criticized in the weeks after its release. Yeah, and too dark, and and, and too dark. Um, Luke, I you, mean, your father, the whole thing, it was, you know, it didn't, it didn't, you know, it wasn't the feel good story that the first one was. Um, and, but yet today, years later is considered the best one, mm-hmm. right? So I don't know if that says anything about this latest one, but I doubt this latest well, one is considered it, the best The middle
1: one. part of a trilogy is always the darkest. It's always, you know, more set up. And, and I think there's a combination. I think some of the stuff that we thought was over and done with maybe race parentage, maybe Snoke. We'll come back again, you know, why Yoda wasn't glowing blue. Uh, we do have the Jedi text now. Who's good? Who's bad? Uh, it'll all yeah, be. Yeah, but
0: do you, I mean, a lot of things I read is a lot of people don't care anymore. Uh, like, think, they, they're just not, like, it didn't make you want to watch the next one. I, I guarantee you the next one's going to make a billion dollars.
2: Yeah. I was, well, yeah. I, I mean, what, anything, no, we're, financially, <laughs> you want to bat, no, it's too
0: time. big. It's <laughs> too big to fail, right?
2: All, all, <laughs> all it takes is one good trailer. The Empire is too big One good to fail.
0: trailer, and bam, everybody's back on board. hmm yeah, that's, that's what happens when you have Fanatics behind you. That's
1: where Fan Ooh. comes from. It's a short version of Fanatic.
0: So do you, do you see this is going to be the last one of the Skywalker you know, saga? Yeah, or that, do you think they're going to just try to milk it and milk it? And no,
1: milk they're going to try it. the spin offs and I think the Han Solo one is going to bomb spectacularly, and they're going to regroup.
0: You, do you think they're going to have, they had like a, what do you call it, the insurance talk where it's like, hey, Mark and, and Harrison are going to die pretty soon. We've got to figure out if we're going to use them at all. And, or anything like that, because I, I mean I think we would have got a different movie if Carrie Fisher didn't pass like a different tr- new trilogy if Carrie Fisher didn't pass away. Well, I
1: thought it was a bold move by them that they didn't rewrite it to to say, okay, so we have a dead actress and a live actor, but we're gonna keep the actress's character alive and kill the male actor's character. Why don't we just swap somehow in yeah. that way they solve two birds one uh, you know solve two problems at the same time and they didn't. I thought it was very bold of them because they're going to have to, basically, there's no one, except for Chewbacca, there's no one from the original. And I'm talking episode four. So it could easily become like uh, 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 Police Academy 7 where the star is the one. By the way,
2: don't Wookiees like gray in any way? Like he still looks the same.
0: Well, if you remember the Star That's Wars Holiday Special. Do we know, the, do, do we know how Wookiees work? Yeah. No, <laughs> what is the lifespan of a Wookiee? What happens he takes off the mask and it's Harrison Ford? Oh, my gosh. That'd be awesome. It's like the Prestige. But, no, if you watch Now, now <laughs> you,
2: you, 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 have you ever seen the, the, that show Parks and Rec? Yes. And, uh, I forgot the guy's name, but the short guy who did the, the, that fantastic monologue about the star, new Star Wars movie. Have you seen Yes, that? I know
0: what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, Patton Oswalt.
2: Yes. Um, Now that, uh, sorry for sidetrack, but um, now that Disney has bought, you know, all these other pieces, that actual um, storyline could be done because Disney owns all those pieces. I mean,
0: I. I <laughs> it'd be kind of funny. I feel like if they did that, though, it'd just be like they don't care what anyone thinks. Like we're just gonna, we're just gonna do it. For we're this.
1: Disney people. We're Mary well, Poppins. You know, I will say the one thing y'all. that
0: disappointed me the most about the newer movies is they didn't include Luke Skywalker as much because that's one thing I liked about you know and four, five, and six. Luke and, Skywalker you know, had
1: a problem with that too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, I mean, like they right.
0: had Harrison Ford, and he was, I mean, he was almost the same as as Han Solo like I believe like oh that's Han Solo but it's old get it cool and then of course Carrie Fisher I don't think she's a good actress Mm -hmm. so it's like it's really hard to get her into that she's not young so you don't have the beautiful look for her anymore but she's also not a strong actress where she can be a Meryl Streep in a role where you know she has some authority. She couldn't fall
2: the gold bikini anymore?
0: Well well, I think that's what sidetracked people from focusing on her acting ability Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Dang you got old! (laughs) <laughs> well, it's writing in the writing of it and stuff like that, and I but, think, and that's one thing. This point because I was like, I really am interested to see what happened to Luke. I was like, that's what I was really excited for. I was like, man, Luke Skywalker, what happened at the end of Return of the Jedi? Is they're together, and then all of a sudden they're not together. And I was like, this isn't making sense. What happened in between that? And are we gonna get Rogue there, One too? There, there, there was a lot
2: worried? of shortcuts in that storyline because you know Luke was always the good guy, right? Mm-hmm. Like he was the the white knight of the Jedi Order. And then you blinked your eyes and he's considering killing his nephew. Like I, well, that, no, was, that was quite a jump.
0: That was <laughs> one of the biggest complaints that I yeah. saw was the the whole concept or character arc in 4, 5, and 6 was his faith in his father or faith in seeing the good in somebody. Mm-hmm. And the whole episode 5 and 6 was that battle of him trying to bring him back, yeah, bring him back. And succeeding. So. And, yeah, and succeeding. And then that's when they were like, why would this Luke be doing this? Yeah, and I think I
2: think they from the I understand what they're trying to do is that um, I'm I'm drawing a blank. What's her name? The the Ray 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 is the now taking over the reins as the last Jedi, and she believes in the redemption story, not not Luke.
1: Interesting, and he may come back as you know glowing
2: blue Luke, who can actually now do force powers in the real world because Yoda.
1: Yeah, he can bring lightning down (laughs) and blow up the fourth Death Star.
0: See, I feel like if they if they could do it all over again. I would rather watch a movie with Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, and and uh, Princess Leia together at the beginning. Yeah, like they're continuing the story of where we left off, and then like maybe they, the, the middle ground, like what happened there. Yeah, <laughs> well, the just, morning after where, the celebration. But I, with but the I know Ewoks, there, so there's the, there's uh, the there's a Han Solo
2: movie. I, I know there's, Well that's gonna the, be a
0: prequel, though. It's yeah, not like the,
2: this is what. Uh, there's the Boba Fett movie. I know there's gonna be a. There's supposed to be a Jedi Academy. You know, a script that's floating around. That and then, they're
0: like, all these kids die.
2: Yeah, well.
1: <laughs> Do you know what I would love? And I know we got to go to break soon. But um, when Star Wars came out, they had no idea if it was going to be successful or not. So they had a low-budget sequel planned. Uh, the, Lucas wrote a script for it called Splinter of the Mind's Eye. And when Star Wars came out and it was a huge success, they novelized it. Instead, gave it to Alan Dean Foster to novelize. And it was just Luke and Leia, Darth Vader makes an appearance, and then basically new characters, a single planet that they're on. And uh, it's it's considered canon, actually, because anything that happens to that could be fit in between Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back. And uh, although the only difference in it is there's a bit where Luke is fantasizing about the things he's done with Leia— and thinking about marrying her as a result.
0: Hmm. Well so. I think I think society's okay with it now since they watched Game of Thrones.
1: Okay. That's I think good. they're okay with well, that. Well, it kind is of a stuff. long time ago in a Galaxy Four. Just far throwing away.
0: that out there. But
1: I wouldn't mind that actually someday in twenty or thirty years you were asking how would they do that? To have that be one of the movies where it would be a, a slide in between episode four and five i
0: mean they only have but the problem is the actors who were like once passed away oh no it'd have to be new act but and, it'd be like and Star- see that's Trek. when they, i was like they had a missed opportunity with it because they could have done something like they did with force awakens and introduced new characters but through the transition between uh, seven and, and eight that's mm-hmm. when they could have done it like at the end of seven they kind of introduced ray and they're like who is this Ray character and who's this Snoke character, but it's we still like have ne- the focus on Rey. Mark Hamill and like the Jedi and stuff. And then in eight, they go into more of the history of like, you know, what what's Luke been up to? You know, that kind of stuff. Kind of
1: making it like a Star Trek generation. So yeah. I'm trying to mix them up. And then and then, then, then
0: by the time you get to nine, it's like you have all new characters and the new the old characters that we all loved okay, have gotten a nice, you know, send off. Either by killing Han Solo and that'd be like the the big twist at the end of like say eight and then in nine you they're continuing without Because think about it, like Mark Hamill didn't even get to see his friend die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like to me that's kind of cheaper. And then riding. along their
2: progression they did the they just keep building ever yet bigger super weapons. Yeah. To the point where it's
0: like a, a Death Star system, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It's just—I mean—it was disappointing that Mark Hamill was at the very, very end, and I was like, "Come on, really? Like, did they just not want to pay him? <laughs> like, why? Why not have him? Like, at least and, you know—he—we talked about that when Mark Hamill thought he was going to be in the movie and uh, *Force Awakens* went in the snow because mm-hmm. there's snow on the Death Planet, you know that. And then uh, they—the lightsaber was moving and it flew towards Ray. That's where Mark Hamill thought he was coming in, and that he would be the one to grab the lightsaber and fight. Uh, fight kylo and so that way he could witness the death and all that kind of stuff hmm. yep but yeah. but no but jj sucks jj's directing the third one he sucks why do you think and this is something i'm talking to sean we'll go to break after this we'll actually ask the question why do you think they gave this rain johnson guy full control I I
2: had never heard of him before.
0: This. I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, And that was one thing Guy was like one of the Star Wars podcasts I listened to. He's like, I just didn't really understand the, like, the thought behind it because usually Disney has like a committee and it's like, these are the, we yeah. got to put this movie together. This is the, the hive mind but, or whatever. But he
2: wrote it. And, he wrote it and directed it. And yeah. like,
0: why would you give a guy who did two movies that were, you know, widely popular with the independent crowd, Looper and Brick, but then it was like, that's it.
1: Well, I know why. Because late at night when no one else is watching, he takes off his Mission Impossible mask, and it's Harvey Weinstein underneath. Maybe no, you
0: think so? Mm. Man, he's always behind every That's successful right. movie, right. even if we want him to or not. <laughs> All right, you're listening to Mornings Lone Star. I, our Lone Star, we're going to take a quick music break. We'll come back, we're going to talk the rest and close out the Star Wars talk. Thanks for joining us. We'll be right back.
3: Conroe C on
0: 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com.
4: Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
1: We are in our final segment of this Wee. Thursday Wee. galactic edition of Mornings with Lone Star. This is Skippy. I'm with, All big right. Let's with sum John Blonsky.
0: Is it worth going to the movie theater yes. to see Star Wars? Yeah, see it okay. in 3- 3 I'm going to try to see it. 100%. 3D too. See it in 3D
1: yes. because it's not obtrusive 3D. It's very organic. Okay. It's Leia organic. Oh, organic 3D. I disagree. How- I
2: hate 3D with a passion. But- how did you see it in 3D? Did you see this I one in 3D? Saw it, I saw it in 3D without 3D. I just hate the whole 3D thing.
0: That's how the terror is. This is coming me. from a guy who wears glasses regularly.
2: Yeah. Partly, oh. cause, partly because I have to wear
0: the 3D glasses over my glasses, which is uncomfortable. Ooh. All right. I just realized that. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, Dick does not wear glasses, so he does not know this. Uh, that's but-
0: why I felt like Google Glass wouldn't be successful for me, because I'm not used to wearing glasses. And mm-hmm. so if I didn't have frames, I wouldn't have the glass. And if It'd you just be wear- like a frame, and that's what it would be. And if
1: you did wear glasses, you're having to fit it over your glasses, and it feels really weird, so... Uh- yeah, Google Glass was doomed to fail. But we are here in the studio with John Jablonski with Centurion Wealth Advisors, and uh, we're actually going to talk some wealth advisor stuff. We cool are. Yeah, we got a yeah. couple minutes. Let's got a do couple it. minutes left. So, John, big, big question. You know the, the tax plan, uh, the tax uh, law, I think were uh, signed into law. Uh, it's as polarizing as the last Jedi. Uh, well, he's not. A, he's uh, not a, he's uh, not a uh, tax accountant. accountant, huh? No, but, I'm but, just but reading, uh, well, how would the good. new tax plan uh, affect investments?
2: Um, it's generally, you know, been very positive. Um, it's been being priced in since, you know, probably August, mm-hmm. this latest run. Um, I mean, keep in mind that the taxes you're going to file in April are still under the old plan, right? It's mm-hmm. just, it's, you know, it, this plan doesn't affect you until next April, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I mean, everyone is grousing a lot about, oh, we cut corporate taxes and all the fat cats got, you know, a big tax break. Ultimately, that is very, very powerful driver for the market because if you own stock in Exxon, right, um, they're paying less taxes, thus they have more cash on hand. They can invest more or pay a bigger dividend or generally increase the the profitability of the business. That's good for investors, right? Now, if you're not invested like us, (laughs) um, then that that doesn't help you, right? (laughs) Right. Um, uh, but uh, in general, the market is reacting very, very positively to the tax plan. I don't think we even understand all of it yet because a fairly long document is still kind of being uh, crunched through at this mm-hmm. point. But uh, but yeah, the, this, the run here in the last couple of months, and it's been a very, very good market in, in 2018 for almost any investment you've been in a big part of that has been the tax plan and the anticipation of the tax plan.
1: So you think it's going to carry over into 2018?
2: Um, generally, I mean, I listen and read a lot of uh, economists' opinions. Generally, it's still very bullish, meaning up uh, for, for 2018, not probably as bullish as 2017 was because the S and P is up, you know, over 20% this year. Right. Um, the, you know, so next year will be good maybe just not quite as good because all those good things have already been priced in.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm actually really glad you're here because I was talking to Sean about this and I was trying to figure out how people can base these decisions from our leaders and how to either congratulate or to be mad at people. And especially with the market, no one really truly knows how the market really works. That's why it's kind of like the game with this kind of stuff. And you being a wealth, av- basically you're an investor, you help people, advisor and stuff like mm-hmm. that. When do you see... Watching the money being the impact, it take like a year to really see it. For, well, really, what I'm trying to get to is why is the market doing so well today? What would you say, like in a summary, like why? What reasons? What decisions? Uh, the, is- the,
2: because the economy is starting to turn. Uh, there's generally positive things going on with you know the the, the American economy and the world economy. Like what? Right. Like why is it all of a sudden positive? Um, not all of a sudden, but like not all. I mean, it's not all of a sudden. I mean, the, like I said the last time I was in is the the fundamental theory behind stock prices is that it's driven by earnings. So how much of that, that company is earning. Okay. Right? Um, well, you know, as general economic conditions improve, you expect those earnings to go up. So you're willing to pay a higher price for that stock. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so that is the general idea. Is the general optimism about the economy and the recovery from the financial crisis several years ago, um, is starting to come home. Right. Um, you know, there, there's still some things that have to be taken care of. I mean, in, in, in general, we you know, interest rates are going to be rising because we cut them so much in, in 2008 um, to to try to, you know, get things going. Um, you know, I know the, the Fed keeps very close eyes on things like, um, uh, you know, home building, you know, unemployment things, because once you start to heat up the economy too quickly, you get inflation, right? Um, so... You know, there's a balancing act there, and there's a lot of different opinions. But um, in general, the the positive impetus is, you know, we're coming out of that bad time, and there's some general positive economic effects from deregulation from the Trump administration as well as the tax plan.
0: Okay, so uh, because I know that's – this must be a fun time for you over that centurion
2: yeah no it is but what you try to focus on is the long term right?
0: well that's what i'm it, saying yeah, like because it's, it's, it's kind of, i imagine this kind of changes your direction like if you're directing the ship have this you're tax like tax man bill
1: not passed you may have different strategies
2: well yeah, yeah i think in he, general, yes but i think would, right? i think the the bigger picture is you need to have a long-term strategy that that works in good times and bad times right that you take an amount of risk that is appropriate for you and frankly you, you don't get Too emotionally caught up in short-term swings because that's where you get hurt.
0: Well, I I think really – and this is similar to the Bitcoin thing we talked about earlier while you're here. It's like the average person can't grasp or kind of see on paper the full scale of things. Mm -hmm. And I think what really startled me was that – I don't know if we were here, but maybe between the last time you were here and now is that thing where that report came out about Trump and – it was like CBS News and the stock market kind of did a little shift. And I'm like, man, that like just one little report can really do that? Or, you know, long term, you can never foresee those kind of things. Yeah. I mean, and-
2: the, yeah, it's I mean, there, there are definitely short term swings that can happen from a news story. Right. Um, but from the investor standpoint, you shouldn't be investing for money you're going to use six months from now.
0: Oh, yeah. Right.
2: Um, you should the, the stock market is for money you need, you know, five, 10, 20 years from now. You're right. Um. And the more time you have, the more risk you're allowed to take because you can handle the volatility and the ups and downs. Um, so they're, they're, and a lot of times advisors tend to be almost psychologists more than, than they are you know, wealth managers because mm. there's a lot of the emotionality of investing that you know, works against you. Right? When you're emotionally tied to the money, you're almost hardwired to make bad decisions. Right? Because um, ultimately, well, how, do, sure. how do people invest? They go to the, the, the corner barbecue, they hear their neighbor talking about they're in the techie stuff, all tech stocks. Their tech stock is twice as techie as your tech stock. And they're making you know, 30, 40, 60, 100% returns. And you go home and think, gosh, I'm missing out. I need some of that. Right? So you buy. Then the market goes up and you say, oh, I did really well. Then it starts to go down. You get scared. You get really scared. Then you hit abject terror. And then you sell when it's down because you just can't take anymore. Then it starts to recover. I'm not ready to trust it. I don't, I don't like the administration. Okay, I'm, I'm really watching it now. Then it's, when it's at its high, you buy. And you buy high and you sell low and you buy high and you sell low, where ultimately the, the math says you need to do the opposite, yeah. right? Um, but you, you, you will... That's and people, where I've been and, messing up. And people will do that over and over again, buy high and sell low. Um, because your emotions are tied to the money, which ultimately is one of the biggest roles of a financial planner is to here's somebody who is experienced enough and is not
0: emotionally tied to the money that can coach you through that. Well, I feel like Disney's stock might be a good stock to get in. It would have been like yeah. 80
1: years ago. But
2: also, that even Disney, is, it's so big. Like, how, how much w- do they have to earn to actually move the needle, right? That's true.
0: Yeah. Well, because, I-, I mean, I imagine them making their next big move is going to be the streaming platform. And that's going to cause a little bit of a, a needle movement, I imagine. Yeah. And then after that, it's more of just trying to keep up with how much money they've been making every year, and but, making a little bit once, more money. Once you get
2: to that size to to achieve the kind of growth that investors are looking for, these are that's we're talking. Well, about I long term. I yeah, feel like Disney might be in, a know, good
0: long term. So say say you want a
2: stock that is earning you know seven to ten percent a year. Um, if for, that's not Disney, is it? You, you know, for Netflix to earn 7 to 10% a year is a whole different you know, paradigm than Disney earning 7% to yeah. 10% per year, right? Because the, the economies of scale are, are drastically different. You know, so can Disney sustain that kind of growth? Mm, questionable, right? So, I mean, but, you know, you, you have to do your research.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think uh, a lot of stuff what people uh, get into with it is that's where you come in. Because you take the emotion out of it, and also the game plan.
2: And is, I have the time to to research this stuff exhaustively yeah. every day. Well, that's where, what you do.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what you do. I mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, that's what you do. <laughs> but it's skills. it's a cool it's a cool world, it's, and that's what I was talking about. The economy and things is, you know, the positivity thing, and no one wants to con- directly connect it to a reason. It's more of the whole world is doing their own thing, and somehow more good than bad is happening, in a sense, mm-hmm. and. uh I'm kind of interested – I'm very interested in seeing tech stock because I have a theory that Facebook in the, the web bubble might happen again. That's my kind of yeah, like I – mean, well, it I mean, won't, won't burst, but it's kind of – I mean,
2: the, the, um, the technical analyst would say because tech was so very, very good in 2017, incredibly good, yeah. that you, it's only natural for it to have a correction in 2018. I don't, I, I'm not sure if I believe that. And, like, the, the new term in, in the tech world is – have you heard the term FANG stocks? Fang. 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 Yeah, just like yeah. your tooth, Fang. Okay. It's basically, it's, well, it's Fang now, but it's it's Facebook, Amazon, uh, Apple, Netflix, and Google, or, or, or yeah. Google's not Google anymore. It's, it's Alphabet. Alphabet. Alphabet, yeah. Um, but so those are the Fang stocks. Um, oh, okay. And, and so if you ever hear that term, that's what they're talking about. Those are the drivers to the tech market, as, as you know, Kramer on CNBC would would put it, but...
0: I, I, I just, huh. you know, because to me, the value in Facebook isn't longevity-wise unless they buy something that's actual tangible. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that's really what Google, Google bought basically patents, and they buy, and they buy tech. And then they use that tech for something else. And then the, right. it, it actually has a value to it in the future. But mm-hmm. Facebook's trying to do that. But, again, you're playing that game of, like, oh, let's buy the newest app. But then the app yeah. can't make near as much money as what you bought it for. Right. And, then and it, all, the, all the money right now, as I understand is in the streaming. Right, Well, that's that's, the 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 cash. The cash is... I mean, my favorite story about a company is Blizzard. I don't know if you know who Blizzard is, but they they, made video games. games. And then their stock... World of of Warcraft. Their stock is when I bought World of Warcraft. I was in the beta. And I was like, this is when I go, I wish I had money. I'd buy stock into this because they're making me pay $15 a month. And that's really... They, no one's really done that. They did it with like EverQuest and stuff, but mm-hmm. not to the sense of the wide appeal of yeah. people who played Warcraft.
2: Re- recurring revenue is and that's, gold, gold from a business point standpoint. Yeah, and
0: especially okay. when if you're investing in a company, I imagine the the dividend thingy or you know that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. They have the cash to pay out people right. or stuff like that. So, I mean, they I think in the first three years of Warcraft, they had I don't know like 20 million subscribers or something like that. And how many do they have now? And I think now they have like 12. And but I'm that's surprises that many, yeah. Yeah, and like, well, they came out with a new expansion pack, and apparently, yeah. it's really popular. But you imagine 20 million people paying $15 a month,
1: right? Absolutely. And then
0: that, that's cash, too. So I was like, man, that's that's it's pretty cool. Well, they, it's yeah. in Bitcoin, well, but they it's Bitcoin. Well, we have a statement to say, right, uh, for John here and Sean. You can take it away. I and will take it away. We'll, before we get to that, we're gonna say thanks, Sean, for coming in. Thanks for having me. And we, uh, you're definitely gonna come back. That's for sure. Because we'll
2: after Dick watches Star Wars, yeah, we're gonna have
0: a we'll talk big about boy now, conversation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, folks, before we, which side had the fence you fall on. And... Yeah. Well, I'm probably gonna hate it because I hate everything. <laughs> but uh, one thing I do want to say to people is thanks for tuning in. And if you just are now tuning in, this is Morning's Lone Star. We'll be back tomorrow morning at nine o'clock and. And we podcast everything here on iTunes and Google Play, and then we also YouTube it. Uh, tomorrow, we will have a special guest. We have Tommy Taylor with The Giver's Republic uh, coming in, and they're going to talk about that event coming up. And uh, other than that, Sean, take it away.
1: Awesome. Well, you have been listening to Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. We've been talking with John Jablonski with Centurion Wealth Advisors, uh, which is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' their clients' wealth and guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. You can contact them downtown Conroe, Texas. This is their website at www.centurionwa.net or call them at 936-756-1974. Now, John Jablonski offers securities and investment advisory services through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, a member of the FINRA, SIPC at 414 West Phillips, Suite 103 in Conroe, Texas. Any other products, services, or entities referenced are independent of Royal Alliance Associates, Incorporated. This program has been for informational purposes only and should not be considered a solicitation of or an offer to buy or sell any specific security. Please consult your financial professional about your particular situation prior to taking any action. Investing, folks. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Information provided regarding the stock market or other financial information is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but cannot guarantee the accuracy of this information. This program may contain forward-looking statements and projections. There are no guarantees that these results will be achieved. Indexes are unmanaged and cannot be invested in directly. And finally, Han shot first.
0: I like that little addition to it. Thank you, uh, folks. Hope you enjoy this morning. We're looking at gloomy, gloomy next seven days. So uh, tune in tomorrow morning. We'll, uh, we'll try to make it, it. We'll try to make it brighter. It'll there you go. Day. Thanks for tuning in, and don't forget our sponsors of mornings of Lone Star. That's right. We have Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and Conroe Coffee. Stick around. We got more shows coming up on Lone Star Community Radio. Full lineup IRlonestar.com slash show calendar, and we'll see you tomorrow morning.